0: My request on the deals you make with yourself for the end of the year are make a deal that you're gonna do taking stock as soon as possible before the year's out, certainly. Make a deal with yourself that you are gonna then do visioning work from a clear, clean place, not forward-looking, but standing in the future and creating that vision for yourself, all right? And then make a deal with yourself that you are gonna then believe in that vision, trust in that vision, keep that vision present for you uh, in the new year, and then finally make a deal with yourself that you will take the actions that will help you manifest that vision. Welcome to the Fueling Deals Podcast, the podcast that teaches how to accelerate your business growth through all types of deals. It's time to fuel up, so buckle in with your host, Corey Kupfer. Hello, Fueling Deals Podcast listeners. This episode is going to be released on December 25th, So. Merry Christmas to those of you who celebrate. Happy holidays to everybody who celebrates other holidays around this time of year and and uh, happy impending new year. Uh, you'll notice I started this uh, podcast differently. I I'm not doing my usual intro to my solo cast or podcast on the Fueling Deals podcast here because, you know, around the time of the holidays here, I think it's best to take time with uh, family and friends and uh, in a reflective state and prepare to complete your existing year and do your visioning and planning into the new year. So I want to talk about something a little different. Uh, And to keep it in the context of some sort of deal, I want to talk about some deals that I'm going to ask you to make with yourself. So we're not going to be talking about business deals per se. We're not going to be talking about deals with others. But I have some things that I do every year that I really have an understanding and agreement with myself on the way I close out years and the way I start new years that I think has been a huge part of my success over the last 15, 20 years since I started these practices. So I really wanted to share them with you. And I'm asking you to make a deal with yourself to do them this year and, uh, and frankly, every year to come, because it's sort of cumulative. When you get into these habits that I'm going to share with you every year, I'm telling you, they're going to make a big difference in your success. So the first thing, uh, if you have not done this yet in any way, is I believe in having a very intentional way to complete uh, the current year. And I think one of the problems that people have when they go into a new year, and one of the reasons why their plans, their new year's resolutions, their visions, their goals, their intentions um, do not—you know—they don't follow through with them a lot uh, often, or they fall off—is actually because they've dragged all of the failures and all of the things that didn't work, and all of their limiting beliefs, and all of the things you know from the last year into the fir- into the next year. So, a simple example: let's say you said you were going to lose 20 pounds this past year, and you didn't, right? And then you re-up on that, but you re-up on that for the next year without you know, dealing with the fact that you did not accomplish that the next prior year and you did not complete it. Um, Well, your chances of doing it again, you know, uh, in the same way are much higher than you being successful. Um, Also, if you uh, have, you know, certain things that you are incomplete about, whether it's your own limiting beliefs that you haven't dealt with, um, your negative relationships to something, the people in your life, systems and processes, things that you haven't done, uh, conversations that you haven't set, had with somebody that you should. Again, you're dragging it into the new year. So the new year is not just a time to, in my mind, to, you know, hopefully kick back a little bit and spend time with friends and family. But I think there's a huge opportunity to use this January 1st, the start of a new year. In fact, you know, this particular time it's the start of a new decade to be able to, um, really set yourself up to powerfully uh, bring things to the next level every year, uh, you know, including this next year coming up. So let me give you some um, sort of summaries of the things that I do. And I have a particular um, uh, cleaning and clearing exercise, completion exercise for the end of the year uh, that, that I do. And if you're interested in getting it, uh, email me at cory at authenticenterprises.com Okay, Corey C O R E Y at AuthenticEnterprises.com. and I'd be happy to send it to you. So, th- what I do at the end of the year is I sit down and I take stock, right? So it's really a taking stock exercise that I do, and um, and I take stock of all the accomplishments for that year. You know what I am grateful for, what I accomplished, what I am thankful for, who am I? Who I am, I am thankful for? Uh, I really go through a process of owning the successes that I've had because a lot of us, especially entrepreneurs and, you know, driven business executives, Um, often are always looking forward and on to the next thing. In a lot of ways, that's a good, you know, sort of characteristic that we have. But we do not celebrate our successes. We do not take stock and and acknowledge ourselves. And sometimes we don't acknowledge others, but we certainly don't acknowledge ourselves as much as we should, could, and frankly, that it will uh, be beneficial to us. So take stock of everything you accomplished. Um, everything you did well, everything you are grateful for, the people you are grateful for, the circumstances you're grateful for. And to me, you know, that's everything from my clients and my team to my, you know, people who support me in life, to my trainers, to frankly, the, you know, the pilots that fly me everywhere. And, uh, you know, you you can take that in whatever direction you want, but I have a long list of of people and things and circumstances and accomplishments that I'm grateful for every year. The second thing is look where you fell short, right? Look at at, at the things, you know, I don't, focus on calling them failures, but, you know, things that you did not accomplish that you wanted to accomplish. And if you don't fully take stock of those and, and, and own those and then find a way to complete those, again, you're going to drag that, you know, into the next year, either by avoiding it and having to be in the back of your mind or by re-upping on it, but not having done a real debrief or analysis or figuring out, you know, why those things didn't happen and what you need to learn from them. So you look at what you did not accomplish. By the way, you're writing all of these out. You want to put this in writing. If it's just in your head, it's not as effective, uh, you know, write it out, type it out, create a list, look at it, get get connected with it and say, okay, I acknowledge that these are things that I wanted to accomplish that I didn't uh, accomplish and fully accomplish. Um, You know, I got 80% there. I didn't do it at all. Whatever it is, take full stock of that. Uh, and you know, one of the deals I want you to make, uh, with yourself around this is to be really honest. Okay. Don't beat yourself up. Just, just notice it, acknowledge it, you know, amongst all of the things that you're grateful for that you did accomplish. There's some things that you did. Right. And then what you want to look at is, yeah, do a little analysis of why, but mainly what you want to do is you want to get complete with anything that you have not accomplished. Right if you didn't lose that 20 pounds, you lost zero, you only lost 10. You know what? Get complete with that. Acknowledge yourself for for losing the 10 and, you know, get complete with the fact you didn't lose the other 10. Um, you know, if there's a project you wanted to do, a book you wrote, wanted to write, you didn't get to it. Well, you know what? As opposed to beating yourself up, get complete with that. Now, how do you get complete with something? There's a number of ways you can do that with yourself. You can, what we call declare it complete, which means that if you can really just say, hey, I declare this complete. I'm fully complete. The year's over. I'm gonna I'm going to look at a clean slate going, you know, you don't want to automatically re-up, by the way. You don't want to say, I'll do it next year. What you do want to do is you want to declare a complete. And then I'll talk a little later in, the, in this episode about doing a visioning process after you've done all your completion stuff from a clean slate. And if it happens to show up again in the new visioning process from a clean slate, then you can put it on your next year's goal. But to do by, you know, mechanically or by default or because you didn't do it to re-up that's not necessarily good. In fact, there are some things that you might not have accomplished that you look at and you say, you know what? Things have shifted for me. Like I'm not committed to that anymore. I don't want to bring that into the new year. So, um, so you can declare it to complete. Some people uh, do rituals or ceremonies, whether that's I've had people who um, and I've done it where, you know, you have certain things that you maybe you were you're upset about or had limiting beliefs around. You write them on a piece of paper as there is a list that you write out a narrative around it, uh, you know, or what happened around it. And then you burn it. Uh, you know, that's you know, that's that's something you know, that symbolizes, you know, releasing it. And there are a number of other ways that, uh, that you can uh, complete stuff. There's, you know, resources online. There's ways I do it when I sort of train people. And um, in, the, in the masterminds that I'm developing, uh, you know, I'm going to have sort of facilitated masterminds coming up um, that you'll hear about some point this year. Um, you know, with some of these processes that I do at year end, year beginning, and then at various points, I have a spring cleaning thing I do. I, you know, I have various processes that help me be successful. We'll be sharing some of those in in some of those masterminds and and um, uh, you know, in courses that I'm going to be doing. You'll you'll hear about this. But in any case, um, so you want to do that? You take stock of everything that you know that you didn't accomplish, any any uh, and any limiting beliefs you have, and any uh, anything like that. That's not working for you. You take stock, by the way, of, of the circumstances and the relationships, the people in your life. I, when I first started doing this, I would come to the end of the year and I would look at all the people in my life and say, hey, who do I want to keep in my life? Who is in inspiring empowering for me who's supportive for me? who gives me energy in my life and who is negative who's an energy jane who's sucking you know uh, uh energy and you know and uh out of me who's somebody that that does not serve me having me in my life and and that means i'm not effectively serving them or being friends with them either and I would actually live in you know that and make decisions on how much time I'm going to spend with people going forward. Uh, You know, you can eliminate them from your life. If there's challenging family members where you can't eliminate them, you can have set some boundaries around that and make some conscious decisions around it. And for the last, I don't know, five, seven years, I never have anybody on that list. Why is that? Because I, I know, because I've got, I've built that muscle of just really noticing who I want to have in my life and who does not serve me to have in my life, and who I want to have my life on in certain sort of boundaries and limitations, and I do that basically on an ongoing basis now. So when I get to the end of the year, I, I usually don't have anybody on the list. But if you haven't done this before, you're going to have people on the list, and then you really want to decide, you know, what to do with them. Um, and so that leads us to a sort of the third category, which is sort of incompletions, right? And if there there may be people in your life that you you know don't want to eliminate. But you know what, there's something incomplete with them. There's something that, um, you know, some issue that you haven't dealt with around them, something you need to say to them that you haven't said, some upset, some trigger, some whatever it is, some apology maybe. Maybe you did something that you don't feel great about. And it could be personal life, it could be with your employees or coworkers. You know, it could be with anybody. So, you want to really look at all those situations in, you, in, in your life and ideally clean that all up before the end of the year. Now, practically, listen, you know, uh, if you're listening to this on December 25th or later, you may not be able to get it done at the end of the year, but, you know, commit not to pull that too far into the next year. You know, get it done in the first couple of weeks of January. Have those completion conversations so that you don't carry this baggage through to you to the, you know, to the next year. So, make a deal with yourself. To have, you know, to list out the completion conversations you need to have and to be bold and courageous and to, you know, take those actions, if not by the end of the year, within the first couple of weeks of the new year, so that you have the rest of the year to be clear. That's my real encouragement for you. Also, look at what else you need to be complete about, right? We talked about a little bit around, you know, the the failures, the lack of success, the things you didn't get done, but also how about some of your own limiting beliefs, things that have been holding you back? You know, which of those do you want to release? Which those you really want to be complete, you know? Do you want to be done with not owning your value, right? That, that relates to some of the stuff I talk about in negotiating and deal making. Do you feel like you didn't accomplish some things this year because, you know, you haven't fully owned your value? Do you want to say that this is the last year, 2019, where you're not going to fully own your value and you're going to get to a really a quiet and deep place and get connected to your value and you're going to leave the um, not good enough, the lack of full ownership of who you are? Um, and all that stuff behind in 2019 so that you can go into 2020, owning your value, knowing your worth, standing for your worth. That's just an example, right? So take a look at all those limiting beliefs and look at the ones you want to complete and leave in 2019 so that they don't follow you into 2020. And there are ways to do that. Again, I can give you some of them. I mean, listen, you can meditate on it. You can think about it. You can write it up. You can do a ritual. You know, there's a lot of a lot of ways to, to, to do that. Um, but just the concept of, Be getting conscious of those and not automatically bringing your your own limiting beliefs and getting complete with yourself, right? Do a deal with yourself. Get complete with those things that held you back this year and don't bring them into 2020. Finally, um, there's a thing around celebration, okay? So, you know, all of those things that we did accomplish- this year and even basically the things that we did and and, and you know uh, and you know celebrating the learnings we got from those celebrating the accomplishments celebrating the learnings for the things that we didn't quite accomplish and then celebrating our ability to 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 work and do the completion work around the limiting beliefs and the conversations we needed to have with people there's a lot to celebrate Right and ending the year, celebrating the year for everything that it that it has. You know, whether you characterize it as good, as bad, as negative, as positive, whatever it is. Right, it all has served you in some way. So to celebrate that and do something to honor yourself, and uh, you know, there's a lot of ways you can do that. I mean, my wife and I are taking a uh, going Christmas New Year's twenty fifth to the thirtieth down to Mexico, and um, you know, we we do those kind of vacations anyway. But we're going to actually have a like a super nice celebratory dinner where not only, listen, we go to nice dinners a lot. So it's not having the nice dinner, but it's having the intention that, Hey, this really nice dinner, we're going to, we're going to have the context that it's a celebration for everything we've accomplished. And part of that time, we're going to talk about, you know, what we've accomplished and really, you know, uh, get connected to it and, 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 and celebrate it. Um, and by the way, Ron, and I have done this. So this, this, um, when we do these um, completion exercises, these um, uh, taking stock exercises at the end of the year, we each do it on our own, but then we actually come together. So if you're in a relationship, it's really, really useful to come together and share your taking stock together. And there may be things that come up like, you know, you share your individual, your partner shares their individual one, and then you um, there may be stuff together, you know, stuff about the relationship or stuff the other person it's like C's about you or you know, about them. And it's not about telling people, but it's about the shared sort of experience to say, Hey, you know, maybe we've had a challenge in our relationship and we wanna declare that complete. Maybe we we've had a great, you know, year in our relationship and we really wanna acknowledge that we have, you know, uh, improved our communication together, that our, we've gotten closer, that we really had a lot more fun this year, you know, that we've supported each other in, this, in our success this year. Um, so you can, you know, bring this into, into the context of, of uh, you know, of a couple or of, of you know, or your relationships as well. Um, so we do all of that work before we start visioning and planning for the new year because we need to complete all that, get that clear, the, all the acknowledgements to be able to powerfully enter 2020. And listen, if you've already started doing visioning for the new year, because that's your process, but you haven't done any kind of taking stock, don't, don't be worried about it. I mean, it's great you're doing visioning. A lot of people don't do visioning, period. And you know, it's been, there's been studies that prove that it makes a huge difference, and I do it every year. But actually, take stock, do that exercise, and then do your visioning process again because it may look very different or it may be tweaked. Um, so, uh, you know, so what we tend to do is, uh, you know, we actually did our taking stock uh, exercise already, my wife and I. Um, there's there's some things still, I have some completions that I, I want to get done before the end of the year. I'm recording this on December 11th. So I have, you know, half a month to go here, uh, even though it's going to be released on the 25th. So I have a little, you know, a little time. and uh, And then- um, we have plans to do our visioning process individually. And then we'll also my wife and I do that together, you know, by the beginning of January. So we, I think, I, I think we have on the calendar for the late December, after we get back from, uh, from Mexico, or it might be actually, we, sometimes we even do it on January 1st. Like it's a great time to do it. So in terms of the visioning, um, I mean, I have a whole 531 visioning process, which, really has made a huge difference in a lot of people's lives. And people have actually started to ask me to do it as a workshop and, and to do it individually. And I'm, I'm actually starting to do that as an offering. Uh, so if you're interested in that, you know, ping me as well. Uh, and I can give you details on it. I'm not looking for this to be a sales pitch here. Um, but whatever, however you do visioning, I'll give you the it's, it's super quick on what the 531 is, but it's way more involved than in this. The concept is that you, that you stand five years out. And you vision what your life's like then. And you do it in present tense. So you don't say uh, that it, it will be in five years. You you live like it's the five years right now. Um, and then, you, you know, you really get connected to what that is. And you bring it back to three years and one year. There's a whole process in the way I do it. And there's drawing and, narr- and, and narration and journaling involved. And, um, but however you do it, um, the process of visioning is Better done, if you're not looking forward, but you're actually trying to stand, like, even if it's just for the end of, of 2020, just really envision you accomplishing everything you want to accomplish. Like, what does it look like? What does it feel like? What is, what is it? And, and don't do it, you know, like, that's why I say it's great to come from a clean slate because it's not like you want to create a list of everything you want to accomplish and then and try to envision that. Try to sit down and envision what it looks like on December 31st, 2020 from a blank slate and just see what shows up, right? Just see what's like, you know, what does your business look like? What does your career look like? Where are you living? What does your relationship look like? You know, what is your environment? How's your health? Just have it come to you because I think truth comes from that. It's not linear and we we, we're so driven to think we have to figure everything out and be forward looking with goal setting, et cetera. And the truth is, uh, you know, I believe that there's truth that comes from our inner truth that's connected to the greater wisdom and, if we really come from a clean, clean slate and do a visioning process where we really look at hey standing at at least the end of you know of uh, 2020 and again i like to do this 531 process you know what do we see and then you know then you sort of work backwards to oh what are the steps you, you know that you need to take to get there right and it gives you a bigger context right and my, my, my wife and i have done visioning together for uh, i mean the entire 19 years we've been together and i did, you know was doing visioning before that And I got to tell you something, you know, we have manifested so many of the things that we've, I mean, I, I, I got a lake house out of just having it come up during the meditation, right? You know, we, we envisioned buying, being bicoastal and then, you know, we achieved it. I mean, I, I believe in the law of attraction, but not in the way that it's oversimplified in the way it's properly criticized, which is, it's not just what you say or what you think about comes about, right? There's two major things that are, that that are, uh, you know, need to be. One is the thing everybody points out, which is you got to take action. You can't just sit around and think about, it. ooh, this stuff's going to show up, right? You got to take action. I mean, we had this vision to be bi-coastal. We had to come out to California, look for places, make sure we had the finances in place, all that stuff, right? Find figure out we wanted to live. There was a lot of action involved. But it starts with that vision. There's nothing that's been created in the world that wasn't created first in somebody's mind. Whereas the chair you're sitting on, the building that you're in, the company you work for, or you know, or your company and you envision it, Everything is created first in somebody's mind and somebody's vision before it manifests in the world. And the other piece about the law of attraction is the way Bob Proctor puts it is what I really agree with is that the law of attraction is based upon the law of vibration. So if you say, hey, I'm going to be my coastal or I'm going to, you know, find my ideal partner or I'm going to grow my business, you know, 50% this year, right? If you are just saying that, but you don't really believe it, your vibration that you're in is is that you doubt that, is that you don't really believe it, is that you don't think it's true, right? You can make those statements as an affirmation to try to get your vibration to align, but until your vibration is aligned with that truth that you see, with that vision that you have, with the with the source of you know consciousness, if you believe in that, um, then you're not going to really be you know as successful. So you can use the affirmation to say, "Oh, you know, I'm going to attract my ideal partner," um, and uh, a- and help you get in that right vibration. But um, but until you really believe that it's possible, I mean, listen, my wife tells a phenomenal story about creating, uh, you know, uh, starting to believe that she'll. To attract her ideal partner, creating a you know sixty one criteria and a top you know sixty two criteria, top twenty one, and uh, and and how that manifested me twenty you know twenty nineteen years ago. So uh, you know. I believe in all that. Some of you may not. I would suggest to you, you try it. Really, you know, give it a shot because uh, most successful people I know who are truly successful in the long term and happy, right? I'm not just talking about people who may make a lot of money, but people who really have a life that they love, right? Do some sort of visioning work. And they, re- and they believe in that, and they believe that they can create a context and create a vision, they can live into that, and they can build the company they want, they can create the life they want, they can be in the relationship they want, and there is some version of the law of attraction, law of vibration, combined with, you know, like the, you know, uh, the action, of course, that has to be taken to help that manifest, that they can manifest it. But if you start doing that visioning work without the taking stock, your chances of it being successful are much lower. So, My request on the deals you make with yourself for the end of the year are make a deal that you're going to do taking stock as soon as possible before the year's out, certainly. Uh, Make a deal with yourself that you are going to then do visioning work from a clear, clean place, not forward-looking, but standing in the future and creating that vision for yourself, all right? And then make a deal with yourself that you are going to then believe in that vision, trust in that vision, keep that vision present for you uh, in the new year, and then finally, make a deal with yourself that you will take the actions that will help you manifest that vision. If you make those four deals with yourself, then you are going to be in great shape for next year. And listen, maybe doing deals in your business will be part of that vision. Maybe doing other kinds of deals will 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 be uh, you know part of the what comes up for you. But whether it does or not, those four deals that you can make with yourself, I'm telling you, will have you have a much uh, more successful, happy, satisfying 2020 and beyond. And with that, uh, I want to thank you fueling deals listeners for tuning in. I appreciate all your support this year. Uh, when I've launched this podcast, uh, you know, we've, we get so much great feedback. We've been growing. You are on my gratitude list for this year. You are on my taking stock list for this year, but what I appreciate that I can do this podcast, that there are people who listen to it, that there are people who positively comment on it, who tell me on the phone that they get value from it, where I could provide a platform and a, and, a, and, a, and a space for other people to um, you know, get known, for you to meet them, for them to provide value to you and show their expertise. It's a huge amount of gratitude I have for the Fueling Deals podcast, for the Fueling Deals listeners. And with that, I wish you a happy, happy holidays, a happy new year, And all the best for taking stock, visioning for the next year, and making 2020 an amazing year for you and your family. Thank you again for tuning in. Be sure to leave Fueling Deals a rating and review on iTunes and Google. Check out all our episodes at fuelingdeals.com to find out more resources to accelerate your business growth.